0: lovely guest, Mr. Marcus Cook from Houston, Texas. How are you doing today, Marcus?
1: I'm doing great. Thank, thank you.
0: No, thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and join us. I know you've been busy with your training schedule and I know it was, that was a, a, a big thing for you to take your time to come see us. So I appreciate that.
1: Uh, I've worked out early so we could do it right now. So it's a, good, <laughs> a good, good time.
0: Perfect. Well, Marcus, you know, I like to start each podcast with kind of a backstory of you know people's history because that really is what I want to do. I want to share everyday people and how they're overcoming health. You know, huge health obstacles. So tell us. You know, you were almost 500 pounds with your dramatic weight loss, and now I want to know first though, how did you get there? Tell us how to start from the beginning.
1: You know, I'm 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 the typical uh, southern you know uh, kid from East Texas. Uh, you know, I was I was I was born in Houston. My my dad and uh, mom were preachers. And, uh, we, uh, we traveled from church to church, you know, we were Southern, my dad was a Southern Baptist preacher and, um, uh, they were also school teachers. So, so we would, you know, we were, you know, we, we traveled into town. We we were in rural part of Texas and we would travel an hour, you know, uh, probably an hour and a half every day in a car. And so, you know, before school, we'd always get a Coke and after school, we'd always get a Coke. And so. You know, Coca-Cola and Sprite and soft drinks and no water and no exercise. Uh, I was, you know, being a preacher's kid. You know, the value you bring to your dad is if you're musical, uh, then then you're, you know, you could just kind of, you know, you can kind of just help the church out. And they, you know, the, you know, you, the, when the pastor becomes a little more valuable when his kids are musical. You know, so me and my brother were super musical, and and I had a, uh, I was a great singer as a kid, still am, and. And um, you know, so we just we just had this there was no playing outside. We were we were always playing on the piano or the guitar, the drums and um singing and so really there was no athletic anything growing up, you know. Uh my parents both weren't weren't athletic. And so as as that just kinda combines with the southern, you know, thing, eating becomes important and home cooked meals and dinner on the ground and Chicken and dumplings and all these things that are wonderful, you know, uh, when you're when you're consuming them and you're and you're not burning them off, you know. And I didn't know about any of that. Uh, and so uh, we we moved to Houston back uh, in my senior year, and uh, and I, I became very very involved with music and um, at, at our school and um, just never never became an athlete, you know, ever, you know, never never was on a starting line never was on a finish line didn't know anything about that i I was i I actually was a water boy i think one time for a soccer team uh that was about it um and i just did that because my friends i wanted to hang out with on the bus and have fun you know and um so i you know after after high school just you know i went to bible college uh for 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 a little bit and trying to make it the music world before the internet was ever alive there was no youtube channels it was you know, it's either you knew a producer and they were gonna, you know, sign you, or you know, it was right when all the music scene changed. You know, and so I kind of gave up and met a met a lovely lady uh, at camp, and she was at our home church, and actually um, ended up falling in love with her. Her dad was a welder, and so I, I knew I wasn't gonna make it in the music world, and so I, I tried to make it in uh, in was going to become a welder and so i worked on the pipeline uh and uh was a hard worker but i was was always big you know because i I wasn't drinking water i wasn't wasn't walking i wasn't running i wasn't wasn't working out i was working on the pipeline i'd work you know six in the morning to, you know seven at night and in the mud and you know that was my that was my that was my workout you know and um one thing you know I, i i was always really good at you know, talking and, you know, I had this, you know, because I was raised by a preacher, you know I mean? So I always had this ability to just make things happen. And I kind of just kept on getting moved up and, um, uh, wound up, uh, kind of working, uh, in the same industry uh, with the same people that I worked out in the field as a salesman and, uh, and, uh, worked as a salesman for a supply company that actually sold the supplies to, to, um, you know, to the, to the to the welders and to the people like that, all, all my friends that i kind of worked around. And uh, with that, when you're a salesman, you're eating out all the time, you're, you know, you're in your truck all the time. So, you know, there was no working in the ditch, there was no activity at all, it all just became, so if you can just kind of see the combination of no activity, a lot of soft drinks, and now, you know, now I'm kind of out of the pastor's eye, you know, now I'm kind of out of the church, I'm drinking a little bit, and social drinker, putting on big, big events. And it just, you know, I would, I would do an Atkins diet. I would do the paleo diet as it became, you know, as it became older and, you know, the paleo diet came out. The sugar busters was a big one that I did over and over and over again. And I would do these diets. I really like, you know, like, like some of the people you've, you've, you've interviewed, I'd lose 50 pounds, I'd lose 40 pounds and feel great, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything with it. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start walking. Well, I went to um, – I went and got the lap band surgery. I, I'd started a company, and uh, I'd started my own supply company and uh, was very successful with that and got enough cash together, and I, I went to a, a doctor here in town. And the biggest mistake that I made was is he, he um, – Vedam Sherman was his name, Dr. Vedam Sherman, which he's a friend of Dr. Garth Davis. And, and, uh, went, went to Dr. Sherman and, and he, I was on the table and, and he was fixing to, you know, the the anesthesiologist was in there. They were, it was fixing to go down and, and, and the company that I had created was worth, you know, it, it it was worth, it was worth something. And we were so worried because it was so, you know, this was probably 10 years ago, you know, we were kind of worried about the whole, well, you know, he can't die, you know, and I didn't, you know, I didn't want any complications, you know. Dr. Sherman said, Hey, I don't think this surgery, cause I was about 420 pounds in. He said, I don't think this surgery is what you need. I think you need the bypass and I'll do it right now because I don't want you to get this lap band. And I was like, and I was so against it. I was like, no, it's the safest surgery. My wife and I got mad. I can't believe he would even, you know, and I got the lap band surgery and, uh, two years later gained all the weight back. I lost probably 75 pounds, 80 pounds in a year lost, you know, and so gained it all back. And now, now fast forward to a year ago, uh, well, probably a year and a half ago, I went to, I searched. Uh, now, now I'm a little bit higher in my status, at, you know, of my net value. You know, you're, you know, you're talking to a kid that was in a welding ditch that, you know, been successful, you know, in business his whole life, but never successful with me as a person. And I, and I always skated, that success as me as a person is, hey, I'm only hurting me. The only person I'm hurting here is me. It's, you know, if I choose to drink this Coke, if, and I, at that, you know, at that point before I went to see Dr. Garth Davis, I was probably drinking eight Sprites a day Ten Sprites a day. And, and I knew that was my problem. I was just drinking Sprites, and they were so good that I would I would post on Instagram, this is my poison, you know, and then you know, then it, on the weekends I'd go out with customers, and I would just get you know I would drink so much sake, and so you know I would just so unhealthy. And I I remember going to sleep at night, thinking, you know, are my kids going to have to carry me in a casket, you know? And I would you know that panic attack, and then I'd get on van or I'd have to go you know, see I had a panic attack, I had anxiety, I need some, I need Adderall, and well, and then I would get, well, go
0: ahead. That, what other medical conditions did you have at this time?
1: You know, the crazy thing, high blood pressure, that's, and that, that was a hereditary issue from about 21 years old. Uh, I had, my dad had high blood pressure and I was probably, I was, I was overweight. So at this point, we don't know if my high blood pressure is hereditary. We think it is because I'm still on, you know, I still have the issue. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'll tell you my story of cardiologists and everything, you know, you know, cause you got to realize I went to cardiologists every year because I was afraid I was going to die of a heart attack. So I you know I've had you know because I was so big being you know when you get to be 450 pounds as you know doc you know the 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 devices and the things the tests they run, of you they they don't show up you can't you can't determine if a blockage is there if they can't see through the fat of your you know the you know all the nuclear I don't know you, I have no idea what I'm talking about right now but you you know what I'm talking about right. some of those tests don't work so I would I would go in for a, you know, stress test and I couldn't do the stress test. And so then they would medically induce it. And, you know, so now I'm sitting on the table with my heart beating all crazy. And then I'd run up to the machine and they would, you know, they would, you know, they would do the nuclear test and they would take the images. And, and then they'd call me back, you know, a week later going, hey, I think we need to go in and just make sure. So then I'm doing a heart test, you know, and, I, and they'd do the heart test and go, hey, your heart's fine. You know, your your, your heart, zero damage, zero plaque. Your dad must be just this, this crazy, you know, have crazy genetics. And so zebra, I didn't have high blood pressure. I had a little bit borderline high, high cholesterol. Um, but, you know, nothing nothing was getting me except for I couldn't get out of the couch. I couldn't, I couldn't walk. You know, I remember at the end, right before I just see the doc, you know, I, I was to the point where I would plan my days where I wouldn't get out of my truck. And that, that you know, that's just crazy to some people. But, you know, whenever you're big, you start thinking big. You know, you, you think, hey, I'm going to grab one of my kids so I don't got to go to the car because we're going to go get bread. And I can't send my other kid because, you know, he's not even here, so i got to take my 14-year-old. And then, you know, but before you have kids, you plan, okay, look, you plan out your trip. So you circle the parking lot four times and get the front row parking spot, Right. And then, and then you get the front row parking spot because you know you don't want to park at the back of the parking lot. And, and then it even becomes even more advanced than that. And big people that are listening are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like cutting the grass on a, you know, going to a, a you know, a, a school event. And you cut the grass because you know you don't want to walk to the end of the corner because you don't want to walk, you know. And, and, it, and then, and then like as I became so big, <laughs> and I keep on saying that, but when you're 500 pounds, you're big, you know. I can remember, you know, getting getting to the point in my life where I could do anything I want to do and then I realized I couldn't fit in the airplane seat, right? So you gotta buy then you're buying first class. So then you're flying first class everywhere and it's enjoyable, but you can't eat first class and you can't enjoy the first class. All you can do is drink because the tape the of you know, the table the tray won't come down. You know what I'm saying? And then and then you're just kinda of sitting there, so then you're asking for food and you're sitting on your stomach because that's your new tray. And then you go to Disney because you can afford Disney, but you can't walk, so you rent a scooter. And then you realize the scooter options are great because you get to cut all the lines. But then you're just embarrassed for your kids because now they're walking with a dad in a scooter. So all those, ty- all those things that I did, I thought I was hurting me. But I'm here to tell you that after losing you know the 250 pounds from weight loss surgery and doing what I've done, I've started realizing that I've hurt my whole family. And, you know, and, and now I'm changing the DNA of who my kids are. But let's not get ahead of, of mindset change. That's really where I kind of want to go today is, you know, I'm sitting there and I go see Garth and, and now, uh, you know, I'm looking at this chisel doctor that looks like he's got his stuff together. I got referred to him from a friend of mine. that's very connected in the medical industry and, and this man that, that basically said, hey, you got to do something, was a former boss of mine who passed away of cancer here recently. And, and he, whenever he was, you know, whenever, whenever he, he knew he was dying and we knew that he was going to be gone, he, 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 um, he got me. And he said, Marcus, you know, he was a gruff guy, but, he, you know, he, he was so awesome. And this, this one thing set in motion to me finding Garth, which has just changed my life, changed my family's life, changed the lives of four kids that are going to you know, they're going to push their, their kids, It's just, and it's just crazy he said he said, um, Marcus, I'm dying because I have cancer I have lung cancer and it's going to get me, you're dying because you have a choice you got to make the choice so you can live, because I want you to live, you, you know, you we're involved with this company together and you're, you know, you've, you've done so well for yourself, but you've got to make a choice. And when he said that, you know, he, he turned, he started just turning my, my ability to make things happen for customers, to make things happen for, for business. And I said, you know what, I'm going to make something happen for me and I'm going to start working on me because if I don't work on me, none of this other stuff matters. My kids are going to carry me to the casket. They're going to have to carry me. They're going to be crying with their football buddies. They're going to they're going to look at the, the video cameras that we got around the house and find Watch Dad walking up the house, and that's going to be their memories, you know, because they're going to start, you know, kids are smart. They're going to look back at all the Facebook feeds and see this big guy, and I don't want them doing that. I want to see a man that came from the welding ditch that was 500 pounds, I want them to see me be successful with us as a family. So I started searching for the best. And I, and so I started asking I asked and I asked him, and, and then finally someone said, Hey, you know what? You need to go see Dr. Garth Davis. So here I am deep South rooted Republican. I walk into a guy and I can tell this joker is not a Republican. And I don't really know what I'm getting into. He doesn't seem to be the fit the mold of the guy that I really want to talk to. And, um, he he said, Well, Marcus, you've had the lap band. You had it from one of my close friends. You know, what are you eating? And he did his whole spill and I you know you know him and and he said, You know, you need to start eating plants. And I was like, You know, I can I can do that. So we tighten up the lap band, right? He said, Well, let's tighten up the lap band, see if the scene works. You know, it is let's give it a try. So we went in there. He tied it up and I went to a really nice restaurant that I can walk into and they treat me like royalty. And uh, I said, Give me a veggie plate, you know. So I sit down and eat and nothing went down the hole because I get you know, it was just a little too tight. So I immediately went right back to him and we opened it up and he said, Look, he said, let's give it, let's give it a couple of months. So he said, I want you to get a watch. I want you to track your steps, I want you to get ten thousand steps a day, I want you to try to start eating more plants. So I remember going to get an Apple Watch and I tried to get 10,000 steps and I I was just anxious to see how many steps I, and I think I got 700 steps in the first day and I was like, 10,000 steps, did he get that wrong? So then I calculate on Google, I realized 10,000 steps is about five miles and I went, do people walk five miles a day, you know? And uh, so I ended up trying to look at the watch and it got depressing. So I put it up in about a week. I tried to do vegetables and I went back to him probably three months later. And I said, dude, I'm just I'm too busy. You know, I've tried veggies. I think I could do it, but I need help because, you know, I've got this timeline that I'm working with and I'm 44 and my, my, my kid, you know, I gave all, you know, I gave him all. He said, I agree. He said, he said, let's go ahead and do it. He said, let's do your surgery. And I was like, okay. So we set a date. in September the 14th. So uh, with me being who I am with business and whatnot, I called all my important friends, and I said, look, we got the Last Supper happening because I ain't eating after this. This is a for real deal. And I ate like a king. And I know you're not supposed to do this, Doc. I'm telling on myself, but you, you want the truth. I ate like a king for two weeks prior to my two-week pre-op, right? Every night, Kobe beef. Every night, $1,000 bottles of wine. Every night with the biggest customers I had. And every one of them was to tell them this. I'm I'm close to 500 pounds, guys. If I don't survive, please tell me you're going to take care of my family. And every one of them reassured me I wasn't going to die. Every one of them said, hey, let's not even talk that way. Every one of them said, Hey, you know, we're going to take care of whatever we've got to take care of. And so it was kind of like my last raw. And I know, I know that's, that's not something that, that, you know, people want to hear, but it's something I did because it was kind of like, I was saying bye to this guy that, that, you know, that was going to be gone forever. And so I had this big last raw. I came in two weeks pre-op, I weighed 489 pounds, two weeks pre-op and, uh, Surgery day, September the 14th, uh, two weeks later, I had lost approximately 40 pounds on the liquid pre-op diet. And I uh, came in. And I was so proud. The doc really didn't even bat an eye about it. He was, like, he was like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. You know, I'm glad you obeyed me and 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 did my liquid diet. <laughs> and uh, let's, see, let's see how you go here. And at that point, I was just another guy that that he knew just needed help you know and um and and i told him i said hey i'm gonna do this and and i remember him looking at me like okay you know let's let's just you know because you have to be that way when you're a doctor i guess and um i did not uh you know prior to that i had made a really big deal about the lap band and i had started a website called the i had about three thousand people that were following me and I felt like I let them all down because I failed that whole thing. And I turned the website off. And so everybody's kind of like, well, are you going to do your, another website? Because you were so funny and you you helped us out. I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. Because if I fail like this, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm at my last straw. And so I, I took, my wife said, can I even take a picture of you? I was like, I don't want any pictures taken. And she said, I'm taking a picture of you. So she took a picture of me in the hospital bed. And that's on a couple of videos. Um, and that's all I did. I didn't do a video. I didn't do this. Hey, I'm going in for surgery. Hey, Look at me, you know. Uh, and then I didn't do anything video or multimedia wise uh, until I got down to about 420 pounds. And that happened. You know, when the doctor, and I can't remember when he told me this, but somewhere in the middle of that, from post it might have been post you know uh, pre-op diet or on surgery day he said Marcus he said the only only way this thing is going to work for you now I think it was before surgery he said is if you use it as a tool and you got to do something new every day he said start, stop picking shortcuts start walking got to die So with me being who I am and me having that really great uh, guy who told me I was going to die because I had a choice, my, and he was dying because he had cancer that guy hooked me up with with a national rowing athlete that was a tremendous you know he, he was a you know he won a medal you know he owned this company that's involved with kind of in our industry he had this he had an employee that was a it was a silver medalist in rowing so then mental fortitudes just crazy rowers you know so i started talking. Uh, <laughs> pre-surgery and he was like hey you got to do something new every day
0: right there uh when let's see about 10 seconds and you kind of blurred out and i didn't hear anything can you go back to right after the mental fortitude that gentleman right there he had had tremendous mental fortitude
1: yeah so rovers you know so so this you know the guy who had the surgery i mean the guy who had cancer who passed away great guy in my life he had hooked me up with this Rower and and who had won this national medal and he went to this Ivy League school and so this guy's like I'm talking to him pre surgery going into surgery and 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 this 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 you know my old boss my mentor this man who passed away he had hooked both of us together because he knew that I was going to need this team to get my mind changed from big Marcus to this new Marcus and we have no idea who he's going to be you know. I'm not an athlete. I'm totally not an athlete. And so this guy's like, hey, you're gonna get through the surgery, stop worrying about your family. I'll take care of you. You're gonna get through it. You got the best doctor. This guy's this guy's a badass and my buddy Will Castle, who who's a rower, right, he said, Hey, I'm gonna take care of you. We got we got this big battle that, that it's gonna be it it's gonna be you gotta you gotta get through it. You know, you gotta get the us not even worry about the surgery. So You know, I get through the surgery. I do everything's great. There was no complications. Come home. I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the full ramp up diet back into normal foods as much as you can. You know, say that's normal. I mean, it is normal. People, you know, people. But but one thing I changed is I I stopped drinking everything but water. So I stopped everything. I didn't I didn't have one soft drink. I didn't have Anything for probably, I want to say like seven months. Probably, I think it's probably it's. It, and I think the only the exception to that rule would be is I think I had a glass of wine on a celebration for a milestone that the doctor told me I could because I called him. I was in San Diego. So I said, "Hey, can I have this glass of wine?" I've, I've hit this number. And he was like, "You deserve it. Yes. Don't don't drink any more than that." So, you know. And I think, and then at some point, my taste, and i not get into all that, but taste buds change, bacon starts tasting bad. There was a lot of nightmare scenarios that happened in the middle of the thing. I started liking coffee. So then I introduced coffee into my diet in the mornings. And that's really the only thing I drink. Uh, I drink a coffee in the morning. I drink an iced coffee in the afternoon. And then I drink a gallon of water a day every day from this point on. So you're, and that's all about my mindset. So we won't get to that yet. I'm still developing the story. So so now now I've lost now I've started losing significant weight. The doc the doc has released me to start walking at this point. So and he's really he you know, I remember the first couple of times I went in for pre post op checkups, he would kind of look at me at my numbers and go, Man, you're doing great. Okay, we're right on track. How you doing with your diet? Or you know, really trying to get plant based. Once you're doing plants, you know, still preaching to me about the plant deal. And, and I'm kind of like, dude, this doctor has no clue what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to, every time I do these postdocs, I would just, I'm going to blow his mind next time. It's going to get great. I want, he's going to turn around and recognize who he's messing with, you know, because I'm just, I've, I've developed this team of people around me that are, that are just all tremendous. I You know, I hired this trainer that had previously had weight loss surgery who had lost 185 pounds and had done the triathlon, right? So little did he know that my Rowan buddy had said, hey, you are not going to succeed if you don't get something that you can't do right now that you can only do in the future at this new market that you're becoming. So what is it you want to do? I'll do anything with you that you want to do. So I had this trainer, and I go, well, you know, I, I kind of want to do a triathlon. And he was like, we're going to find the best triathlon a year from your surgery date that we could find. So I, I go, okay. So we find this one in Miami. We call it Cape in Miami. And we're like, surely, we'll, we'll, that's flat. It's beautiful. It'd be a fun destination to take the wives to. It's a great year anniversary. So there's the goal. Now go get it, right? So I tell my trainer at the time, hey, I'm doing this track line. So he kind of takes my training to start doing biking. Well, I'm 420 pounds, right? So I go to the tri shop to look at a bike. And these guys look at me like I'm from outer space. And they're like looking at me like, and so my buddy, you know, he's all skinny. He's 180, He's about 185, my trainer. And these these guys are like 165, 150. You know, they're all just beast athletes you know and they're like yeah well we can build you some rims you know they're kind of like high-fiving each other that they're fixing to you know build these rims that are you know $2,500 a piece you know and I'm like I'm doing it I'm I'm buying a bike so I get this bike at 400 pounds that's when they say hey you can get on a bike and you're 400 pounds because that's when we trust that we're not going to kill you because you know everything won't break on the bike when you're riding it so I get on a bike at 400 pounds I can remember getting that bike, and I remember the first week I rode that bike ten miles one way. I mean, ten miles altogether. And then I remember the the next week I rode it twenty miles in one at one time. And so I'm like loving life, you know. And I can remember taking my bike, and it was it was it was you know the end of February probably, and um, riding that bike. Down a trail, right, a road bike down. Not not trail. It was a blacktop trail, and I can remember the feeling of my life is changing. I can remember, it, and it was a, it was kind of, you know, it was, it was, it was the beginning of spring. And there was a little bit of green coming out. I can remember looking up, and the sun was beaming through the trees, and I just started crying on my bike. As a forty-four-year-old man, and going, you know, God, I haven't talked to you in a while, but I'm not in a casket. My kids aren't carrying me, and you've given me this chance. and And it was kind of like this this awakening of a new person, you know, and 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 that emotion happens weekly with me I mean still to this day it's like an awakening of this person that was inside of me that I never knew was there and and it 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 happens at the at at times where it's convenient (laughs) and it happens at times whenever I've got to hide it because there may be people around and and you know a lot of that's probably emotional side of you know just things changing in my body and you know all these things waking up and but but the mindset of who I was, of what I've become, is, is, is where I believe that if I could have got there and, and had someone explain to me the death of the old and the birth of the new in a way where I could have started grasping that, I think the doctor's words to me of, hey, You need, you know, in his aspect, he's dealing with so many people and so many cases, and he's 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 trying to give the best advice the quickest. And he's like, "Hey, you have got to get on plants." You know, it's like it's like if you're if you're if you're running through a battlefield and you've got to tell someone a message, you're not going to give them this whole story that me and you're talking about. You're going to say, "Hey, read a book called Proteinaholics because my doctor wrote it, and that's really the only book I've read in a while." And and watch Forks Over Knives. I got to go. You know, and I can, you know, so. So I find myself trying to, to to quickly tell people in in the little glimpse that, that I may have with them, like online or in in a chat room, you know, like not chat rooms, but like a, on Facebook or you know a, a board or wherever I'm at, of just simple advice that changes because I know that's what that's happened to me, you know. So so now I'm really starting to be successful. Now the weight's really pouring off because I'm I'm getting active, you know. I'm starting to walk, you know, my 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 my. my uh, my you know, my mental coach, that's what I call him, you know, the rower guy. He said, I want you to start, you know, once you start walking twenty minutes a day. This is prior to me getting a bike. So I walk so walking twenty minutes a day. Then that became, hey, now now I'm trying to do a twenty-eight minute mile. Now I'm trying to, you know, now I'm just trying to walk a mile. Now I'm trying to walk two miles, three miles. And you know, now and to this day what's funny is it just brings up how quickly I progressed. Like I got a notification like two days ago. Three mile run that I did on Facebook, a memory. Three mile run on Facebook a year ago, yes, two days ago, and I was so proud. And it was a 28 minute pace, and and last Friday, you know, I did a I did a 17 mile run at a 12 minute pace, and it just shows you in one year how quick you can change who you are. And people say to me, and this is the number one thing, the only thing that kind of, you know that I, I've got to start I, – I start trying to craft my words around, uh, you know, if you talk to someone big because, you know, they say, well, how'd you do it? And you want – you know, I've, I've just kind of recently started – you know, I made a giant dietary change because you don't want to get that. Because the moment you say, you know, oh, I had weight loss surgery, they go, oh, he took the easy way out. You know, that's, that's – you know, someone who – oh, you know, my brother jokes around with meltdown. Oh, you took the easy way out, Marcus. I'm like, we'll do it here? Uh, this Sunday, I'm going and I'm actually moving the run to Saturday. I'm running 19 miles. If you want to come over and come do the easy way out, I, I mean, I need someone to run with me because it's really boring sometimes, you know. But, but, you know, you talk to people, and if you say weight loss surgery, they immediately sometimes tone you out because they're like, oh, you've already got the jump start. I can't do it, you know. But it's really after I've got, in, got into the achievement that I've, that I've done of losing close to 250 pounds and you know what, it's 15 months now. The achievement I've done is, 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 is a mindset change. It's a dietary change and it's an activity change more than it is a weight loss surgery. You know, I, I did have weight loss surgery. You know, if you talk to the doctor, you know, he's going to say that's going to contribute to, you know, 85 to hundred pounds. You're a doctor. It's going to contribute to 85 to hundred pounds in a year your first year, that's your honeymoon phase. And then you come out of the honeymoon phase and then most people gain back after that and then they're fighting for it. You know, I'm, I'm at 15 months off, 250 pounds. And I contribute that to a mindset change because I changed who I was. I changed everything about me and I changed the DNA of who my family is. You know, I changed, I changed, everything the way I thought. So I can remember when I first started walking, those was 20 minutes a day. I would drive to the store, and I do it today. I I, do, I still do This week I've done it. I will park at the back of the parking lot, and my kids will be like, Dad, there's no one around. Go up to where there's cars. I'm like, guys, I'm killing myself. I'm killing the old me because I want to park up front. But you know I want, I have to kill the old Marcus because I'm not going to allow him ever to come back in this family. I'm not going to allow it.
0: So that, Marcus, so when the change happened or your decision, it's basically a decision because once you make the decision, that's when things happen. It's when your friend was dying and said those words to you. Is, do you feel like that was the decision time or was there something – else that was the final nail in the coffin so to speak
1: you know the decision the decision for me to go back to the doc after three months of, of him telling me to try to get 10,000 steps is uh, is uh, I'm, I'm an art you know I've been artsy my whole life uh you know uh I've been a photographer you know you know I just love photography and I never allowed a picture of myself to be taken I would delete it and we did a company function that had an had employee with camera walking around uh, he took pictures I told him I said hey don't put anything of me up social media hit there was a picture of me up I saw it I was like that is that is that's crazy that I'm that big and because you don't want to see yourself when you're that big you know you don't want anything to do with that guy because you know to me I was a successful business guy that could make anything happen I could make I could close a big deal like you know I was all the things that I've done you know involved with a company that was acquired by Goldman Sachs you know super successful in, in that aspect and 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 you know I just I, that's the guy I wanted to be in my mind you know but when you see that guy when you see who you are and then you realize that, hey that's the guy my wife's in bed with that's the guy that 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 my kids have to take to school functions and that's the guy that you know and there's and, and then you know big people go well you know if you don't got a problem you don't going to love me it's not, it's not that, you know, after you change your mind, you know, you, there, there is someone else that's inside of you that it's a beautiful person. You know, your inside beautiful. But my outside was pretty repulsive. You know, it was pretty bad. But and then and then I have to put that guilt trip and you have to rely on love to bring you through of being love is blind. You have to you have to get that built in your head. Love's blind. You know, my wife loves me no matter what I look like. And that's true. But you know it's so much funner <laughs> it's so much easier it's so much so much more awesome whenever you 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 do you know shed a, a person right. you know I shed, I shed a grown man right you know I shed two of you it looks like you know <laughs> I mean you know yes you uh,
0: so so basically I mean you're you weren't the only one carrying the weight around your family was as well I mean how was your family during this time what was were they just, you know, your wife, your kids? Did they make any comments, or did they just kind of accept it the way oh, it was, or?
1: Never, never, never comments. Never, you know, never. I mean, that they're, I mean, you know, because we had built this because they knew that I was this kid that worked in the ditch, you know, and they knew that they knew the back line of where I came from. Yeah, you know, they knew that I could pay for anything I wanted to do. You know, uh, you know, they, 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 daddy took care of everybody, you know? And that's, that's, you know, and I think that was, that was probably something that, 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 um, uh, that was probably something that, um, hindered the moment, you know, hindered the moment from happening quickly, you know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, I was always able to, um, I was always able to do whatever we needed to happen, you know, the kids never were in black. So, you know, I never had to, and I always wondered what it would be like to be, you know, to be someone who had to worry, you know, that, that had a normal job, you know, that had the normal, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, Just because because I was always so successful, I, we never had to really rely, you know, I never was the family living by the railroad track or the wrong side of the tracks or the, mm-hmm. you know, and, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to cut all this, but no, <laughs> you know, that, I, th- I, those it's those
0: like, things. Yeah, it's like your success um, allowed you to continue down this path because you were successful financially, which allowed you to live the life you wanted. So why bother with this? I can still have fun and do what I want. You've disassociated yourself with the weight in a sense. I mean, I can. I,
1: yeah, I can remember being such a player at restaurants and. Um, the life of where to eat, you know, and I can remember, you know, just going to the owner and say, "Hey, that that family just turned around and laughed at me," right. and then him going to that table and them asking them to leave. I mean, that that was the stroke that I carried as the big guy, you know, and you know my kids saw that, so they knew It's kind of like I was the godfather of, and that was a joke, you know. I, it was part of the godfather you know, dynasty that you don't mess with markets because, you know, if you do, it won't, you know, it won't be right, you know, it won't 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 be good because, you know, I could I could make things happen. You know, a competitor would, you know, come against me and I would just make the deal of the century right in front of their eyes and they would never would they'd be like, you know, so it was kind of like I carried this aura of like, I may be big, but you don't want this big on you. You know, and I actually used that scenario in play, you know, just because I was the big guy. You know, I was this guy that was great to be around. You know, you you wanted to be at my table because we were going to, you know, we were going to be drinking the best. We were going to be eating the best. And the party was always going to be the best because, and my kids saw that. You know, my my kids saw every bit of that. So it was great having the the godfather as the dad, you know, (laughs) because, you know, I didn't have to go to the, I didn't have to go to the, you know, I didn't. I didn't have to go to the gym with them. I, you know, I, I would. I would hire someone to teach them how to play football. I would. I never threw the football with them. You know, and 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 that's that's the part that really that I saw after I became who I am today. That I stole for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, here this year, um, I was able to. My son's a senior, but he was a senior in football. Well. You know, with me not being active in his life, you know, he he wasn't the best. You know, he didn't have the skills that he could have had as me being the person I am that I found out that I am that I'd be out there. Hey, okay, we got to do this drill. We got, you know, we got. Let's go run together. Let's go do this. All the things that I'm doing with him with now. You know, and so he didn't get to play hardly at all this year in high school football. In fact, it, it became an issue to where we didn't think he was going to get to play one down. Well, if I had to go to the coach and say, coach, you know, it isn't his fault. It's my fault, you know, and and you're going to kill me as a parent if we just don't let him get one down as a senior, you know, and, and you know, and, you know, the coach already had a plan in place, you know, obviously. And, um, you know, and my son, you know, my son, it wasn't that he wasn't a great player, it was he got injured in the beginning of the season. You know, it was one of those kind of deals. And he fought his way back. And then by the time he gets back to play, Bill, now they're in playoffs. And so now you're playing with the best teams. And you know, then the end the round. You know, but me being as a dad of 500 pounds a year ago, I'm like, you know, I stole that from my son. I stole it from him. And then you know, so and the cool thing, the great thing about me changing who I was in my mind and all the dietary changes that we've done as a family and. And me going, you know, I'm vegetarian for the last four months, you know. And so my wife, my wife is, uh, you know, I'll tell you that in a minute. But, you know, my son, my younger son's 14. Well, he was 50 pounds overweight as a freshman, freshman in high school, 50 pounds overweight. So he just started saying, hey, Dad, I'm going to run with you. He starts running with me and toe to toe with me. And so like uh, two, three weeks ago, we, we we ran a half marathon together. Right. He beat, He beat me. And he's lost he's lost fifty pounds, right. and so you know I just see, of me, ch- you know because you can have the you can have weight loss surgery, you can you can change your diet, you can do all these things that people do. Ev- all ever you know you, you see so many I see so many friends who are like, hey, I'm doing the, I'm doing I'm get I'm eating healthy, and we're fixing to start seeing. You know I don't know when you'll have this up, but you know. At New year's we're gonna see a million posts about what everybody is doing and everybody's changing all these and then three months later you're gonna see I'm gonna get back to what I've decided to do but if you don't change who you are and kill that person and start realizing that our bodies were not made to revolve around eating there were there it's yet food is a fuel dinner table is not this, this magic point of you know where where your life revolves around, where you eat and what you do, but life revolves around the goals you can achieve and the things that you can achieve as a human being. That you know, whenever you start realizing a great book, whenever that we are born to run, we're born to to be this machine. And the doctor putting that into me and saying these things, and the coach saying, "You you you know you are you are your greatest." exercise piece of equipment that you have mm-hmm. and you start you know and then and then you look at my daily average of 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 of, of steps i mean i'm in the 13 14 thousand daily average and i don't even think about it someone asked me the other day hey well what's your goal weight i don't i don't know what my goal weight is i have no freaking clue i know that i know i want to run a 100 miler one day i know i want to uh, I know I'm. I know that I'm going to run a marathon in January. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know that I'm going to run a half marathon as a family with my whole family this January. So, like, my whole family of six are going to run a half marathon together at Disney. Well, that's a goal. I know that in April I'm going to do a half Ironman. I know at the end of April I'm going to do a full Ironman. So, those are goals that I have. If if I weigh two hundred and thirty pounds, then I don't know. I have no idea. I know that I know that I'm eating unprocessed whites, I know that I'm I'm eating sweet potatoes, I'm eating you know, I know that I'm eating, you know, brown rice, I know that I'm eating lentils, I know that I like avocados, I know I like tomatoes. Those are the goals that I have, you know.
0: So when did you decide to go vegetarian? So you had the surgery and you were being prepared yeah, by yeah. the plant based diet, it. Yeah, so
1: yeah was, it, was it was I wasn't too enthused with the doc's over enthusiasm about Bernie Sanders or uh, over enthusiasm about, about vegetables, you know, quite yet. I knew that he wrote Proteinaholics. You know, my, 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 my theory on books is this. You know, I graduated high school barely. I went to a private school. You know, uh, I, I failed uh, Algebra 1 at the private school. I walk across to get my diploma. They pull me in as we me my diploma and says, we'll see you at summer school. You know, uh, I went to summer school for three days and was a hellion. And they told me to leave without me even finishing. So really, I'm probably one of the only, you know, guys who have a high school diploma that don't really have a high school diploma. So I put, you know, in, in my office, I have a book up that my mom gave me. And it says the only book Marcus has ever read. And it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But that's not true because I've read, I've written, I've, uh, wrote, you know, I've uh, read uh, the Pelican Brief too. So you know, but you know, so oh, no. the doc, yeah, yeah, so the doc, uh, the doc is okay. So now I'm in this massive exercise mode. I'm working out. My trainer's got me. And I'm down 200 pounds. I come into the doc for I think it's my 6 month or my eight, you know, my nine month checkup, something like that. No, no, it's a six six month. And he walks in at, you know, Dr. Garfield, you know, he's chiseled out. He's, he's a badass, right? He kind of looks at my chart, and his eyes go, whoa. He said, we've got to slow you down. What? What? And he kind of sits there and says, what are you doing? And I went, I went, you like that weight loss, don't you, Doc? And he went, well, it may be a little too much. I need to figure out what you're doing. And I went, well, I know it's crazy, but I'm training for this triathlon. And he went, really? He said, you're training for a triathlon. He said, "You know, I've done an Ironman," and I go, "You've done an Ironman?" And he goes, "I've done an Ironman." And I was like, "Well, what's your times?" Because I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm gonna beat his ass if I ever do a, <laughs> you know, so, so he tells me his times. and It's like really fast. I'm like, "You're fast." He, go, oh, my bike is. So we started talking triathlon talking. Goes, and I go, "Did we ought to do one together?" And he went, "Yeah." He said, "I'm so busy with the book." He said, "But that'd be cool." He said, "Let me think about it." He said, "He said, let me." He said, do so, he said we need to do the ride together at least." So I was like, "Yeah." So I go back, and my mind just starts going. I, this is a this is a freaking story, you know. I've dropped two hundred pounds. I can read the headlines, you know. I'm you know I'm a, I'm a VP of business development at my job, so I'm always thinking, you know, how big I can make something, you know. And so I'm like, I could make this story huge, and I could help so many big people. You know, I said, we, can, we can make the Disney movie about all the fat people in the chairs, like, uh, not a reality, you know, because you know, remember that movie that came out Disney did and all the people were, you know, I was like, I hated that movie, by the way, because <laughs> that's who I was. I was this big fat guy running in a chair at, at Disney World. So I was like, we can make, we, I could change somebody's life because they could see there's hope. And so I, I emailed the doctor back on Facebook or something. And I go, Hey dude, we have got to do a triathlon together. And he's like, I'm so busy with my book tour that my, my I don't think my you know my, my local people, you know, my doctors are gonna want me to be gone. When is it? He said, I'm free. And I and I email him back at Doc, what is the bigger headline than doctor performs weight loss surgery on patient at five close to five hundred pounds and they do a triathlon together? I said that you tell your doctor friends that's a bigger headline than they could ever dream of happening, and I said I'll get TV time on this for sure. So he goes, "I can do it. Let's do it." So I sign up, and he signs up for this Escape to Miami, and so we do a local try together here in Katy. We we'll get some TV coverage, and then we, then we, then we we go. You know, so now we're in Florida, right? So I've lost a lot of weight by Miami, right? So we're, you know, we're, you know, we're talking, and he takes me to a vegan restaurant in Florida, and it's amazingly awesome restaurant. And so he's, we're sitting there. I'm eating. I'm like, Doc, if there was a restaurant like this in Houston, I could become vegan because this is great. And he says, Yeah, and he's, he's talking. You know, he's talking about you know, about, you know, different things. He says something that's like super duper interesting to me, and I question. Him. And I go, well, what about that? And he goes, he looks at me and he goes, Dude, you haven't read my book? And I went, uh and he goes, Read my book. I'm out here racing with you. We got this big story going. And and you haven't uh here, hang on one second. Hey, pause, pause when I'm recording. Jackson, go get go get my power cord in there. Yeah, you going running? Yeah. How long are you gonna run today? Okay. So, okay. Good for you, buddy. Okay, hang on. I got a bat. I got a battery issue. Are we going too long?
0: No, you're fu- you're fine. You're fine. Well, Is this a good story? I'm sorry.
1: Is this okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dead. I just. I'll just edit these the together parts here.
1: Yeah. I hate that I got to do that to you. Can you plug, can you plug it in? Okay. Normally, normally I would be uh, seamless. A little bit more seamless than I'm being. That's okay. Oh, uh, ET? No, that wasn't ET. No, that wasn't ET. Go, go, run! Leave me alone. It is cold out there. You're going to be. Hey, if you start coughing, you need to walk. Don't don't cough up because you can't. You got bron- he's got bronchitis. Turn around, but he's at the end of it. But. I think it would be, be good for your lungs. They're going to be really, really cold. So <laughs> be careful.
0: Okay.
1: okay, I'm back. So where where were we at?
0: Uh, you were, go read my book. I'm running with you.
1: Oh, yeah. So um, we're in Florida. He says something interesting, and I go, well, what about that? Like a goofball. And he goes, you haven't read my book. And he says, we got this great story. You know I'm a vegan. You know that I'm plant-based. It would be even better – if you were plant based, because that's where you're going to end up anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude. So I tell my wife that night, I go, hey, I told her the story. I was like, I could talk at the doc. I got it all embarrassed, you know. He told me to read his book. He found out I hadn't read it. I'm like, I can't believe that I slipped. <laughs> and she's like, I I am not becoming, I'm eating meat. And you know that. And I never will you're not going to get me off of meat at all. So you can read the book. You know, my wife gives me this whole, and I'm like, okay. Well, previously, let, let me just say about four months ahead of this, I had tried for about a month because I knew that it would be a bigger story and we would reach more people. And we would, you know, I knew, I knew it. So I'd already kind of done it. The family was totally not going to have it. And I was having to cook for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a big family guy. So I, on the weekends, I'll cook and we'll have people over. So I'm cooking steaks. And I'm like, uh-uh, I cannot do what I'm doing. So failed a month, you know, four months earlier, failed attempt. So we're coming back. We made a pit stop. We were in Miami at that deal, which is up by Boca Raton. I love, I love that little area, you know. Um, and so we went through Destin, and we're we're in Destin at a we're doing. So now we had. I had Mandy, my wife, um, because I'd been training so much. Uh-oh. I don't know what that was. Uh, if you have to look at the time because you'll have to uh, – did you hear that big old clump? Okay. So, okay, so started. Um, so as a reward for all of my training, right, uh, because I've been training so much for this Miami triathlon, you know, I, I was doing six days a week, about an hour and a half a day, two hours a day at the end of that training. And so I told my wife, hey, when we're through this, I'm going to take you wherever you want to go. It's your, it's your my time. So we had this little retreat planned. So I, she wanted to go to Disney. So we went to Disney as a couple by ourselves and spent two days, two or three days there. And then so on the way back, there's a, there's a customer that lives halfway in Destin. So we, we had stopped in to, to there. So now we're in Destin and we're on the beach and we're having this you know, grand time of, you know, just to kind of a cap out of the, my whole race season. So we're talking about things and so now we have this long ride home and I've got the doc's bike and my bike on in the truck. And so now I've got to drive the bikes back to Houston. So now we're now we're 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 sitting there and we're going and I'm like, hey, you're gonna fall asleep. I'm gonna listen to this book, you know. And she warned me again, I am not going vegetarian at all. You could forget it. I know it's gonna sound like a great idea, but it ain't happening. Well, my wife is super in touch with holistic medicine, right? She loves essential oils. We're chiropractor people. we she believes in the whole holistic approach. We've battled some things with my kids with with um, with gluten. We're gluten free family, right? So, Little does she know there's already a seed inside of her little mind that she didn't know was fixing a sprout. So I look off as, as we're driving, and we're listening to the video, and she's asleep, and I'm listening, chapter one, chapter two. I'm probably in chapter three of this book, and I'm going, man, the doc has written a great book. He's got me hooked, right? So we pull off. I pull off to get gas, and I open the door, and I had not even paid attention to her because I'm driving. And she goes, hey, hey, hang on. I went, what? And I was like, what do you, what do you want? She was like, no, 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 push pause and let's so, so we can catch up in this book. And I went, in my mind, I didn't say anything. I went, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So I got out, we get back in. And it happened about three more times in the deal. I was like, hey, put on pause, I gotta go to the bathroom, we'll, you know, stop. And I go, okay. So my wife has turned interest into the doc's book. So we get home and we're we're at the end, almost at the end of the book, and she goes, "Hey, we got to listen to the book, you know, finish the list of the book." And she says, "You know, we got to do this, right?" And I went, "Do what?" And I went, "Well, I don't think I can go without fish, but I think I can go without meat if everything what he's saying is going on." So I went, "Are you really going to do this with me?" And I said, "I'm not going. I'm not doing fish. I'm doing this with no meat. Period." And she says, well, what about eggs? I went, right now I don't have a problem with eggs. <laughs> and she said, well, what about cheese? I was like, hey, let's not kill ourselves quite yet. I'm going to try to do no meat. And she says, well, I can do it, but I've got to have fish every once in a while. I went, well, okay. So we started that the moment we left Destin, Florida, which was about September the whatever. the mid, You know, September probably the 20th. And what is it? It's almost December the you know, December. So three. What is that? Three months? Almost four months?
0: Almost four months. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we're three months into it, and my wife and I have not had a piece of meat for three months. And you can cue the applause button there. Okay. And, so that's where we're at in our journey. Uh, my both my daughter, my oldest daughter, twenty one, and my my son at seventeen have both in the last week committed that they're not eating meat and my daughter works for an organic restaurant one of the only ones on the northwest side of town here in Houston called Seasons Harvest and they offer vegan and vegetarian solutions every day except for uh, Mondays because they're closed and uh, they're only open for lunch except for on Fridays open for dinner so I just gave them a little advertisement and it so anyways and so we, we have, we've been trying to eat uh, healthy I've been enjoying your your little uh, post that you put up on Instagram and Facebook, uh, what you're doing, it gives me ideas. Uh, uh, you know, so so that's kind of where we're at as a family. I do believe that, you know, I feel in my heart that I will uh, jump feet first into into vegan uh, eventually. Uh, you know, I really believe it's coming. You know, there are several several days in the week that I, I do totally, you know, do, go to do uh, don't have anything, uh, there's several, you know, it's just a convenience thing for me right now, just because of how much like, I am on the go, that it's, it's really, you know.
0: So, when will hard. that, when will that be then? I'm curious, because you seem like a man who makes a decision, and the decision yeah. is made, and then you're, you're good to go. So, what's holding I, you back?
1: I, I, I think right now it's the whole convenience side of, of not, you know, because, I eat out so much with, with people and, I, I, and it's excuses, but <laughs> when you, when you, you know, here's the, this is what I told the doc. I said that because the doc, the doc's like, Hey Marcus, you're progressing. Cause I, we talk about this all <laughs> sure periodically. You know, he, he says, Hey, I go, doc, here's the deal. You, you tell someone that, Hey, you lose 150 pounds in a year from weight loss surgery. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. And then you tell them, Hey, now you're going to do an Iron Man, and they go, Oh my God. And then you tell them, Hey, by the way, I'm going to do that Iron Man in the first year and a half of my surgery. And then you tell them, And not only am I going to be limited in how much I could eat and figuring out that nutritional aspect, which I would love to talk to you off camera about some of that. Because I can't, you know, you know what I can eat. I can't eat, you know, you don't eat hardly anything. right? And then doing these, you know, you know Iron Man's going to be, you know, a 15-hour event for me, Mm -hmm. then you tell them, hey, I'm doing that totally plant-based. It becomes this issue of, you know, you know, protein intake, which I know, I know it's probably been done, but when you look at what I've done, I've been looking for someone like me Mm -hmm. because, because it is such as, you know, you got to think about that. You got to think about, So I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the new person that I am. Mm -hmm. And then am I going to crash and burn because of the protein intake is so low because of my diet? And you can tell me, and you can do that offline, but that's, that's my struggle is how much am I, how much protein am I getting right now? And Mm -hmm. with me working out two hours a day, is it, I need to know, you know, so those are the things that I'm balancing Mm and okay. And it is probably excuse, but. Oh, right now that's a that's a pretty it's a pretty damn good excuse but i am oh, involved whatever.
0: i've eaten out I, plenty of times in in the last five years that's an excuse
1: i have, i have <laughs> definitely i'm definitely um definitely moving very quickly especially josh is my friend and he calls me things that are you should not be called <laughs> when you talk, what you you talking about and Tim kaufman's you know, every one of them I know when they see something that's a little milky in my coffee, they're like, uh, "Marcus, you know, we are going to have to, you know." And then, and then you got, and then you got Jason Cohen that's uh, that's sitting there going, uh, "You know, we're all going to be in Leadville in you know June, and we will tie you down and beat you up, you know, because <laughs> because of your stubbornness if you haven't changed by then." So. <laughs> It is going to happen. I, I, I can't give you a time quite yet, but I feel it is ha- coming quickly. Can I say that?
0: Yes, you can. But, you know, it, it's funny, but you, it is, again, it, it's a decision. And I literally did this overnight in a little rural town of western Colorado where their gro- only grocery store was, you know, worth going to was 20 miles away.
2: So, wow.
0: Okay, talk about convenience yeah yes. yeah 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 yeah. so you know and like i said you know you can make anything as hard as easy as you want and you know that very very well so like you said once you make your mind up you'll be ready so
1: it, it, it's gonna happen soon doc i promise and everybody's listening they're going this guy we can't listen to him now he's he is <laughs> he has failed us but no, i guarantee you no, I'm not trying to fail anyone here. No, you know?
0: you know, absolutely not. You haven't failed anyone at all. If anything, you showed them fortitude in making that decision and and it's really interesting to see this transformation of an individual who was creating this amazing, you know, business and coming from, you know, barely finishing high school to making this huge business. But you lived outside of your body almost, it sounds like, but you, or you used it as an asset too. But then till you finally said, enough is enough, I'm going to even do more for myself. And now look at where you're going. I mean, it's going to be really fun to see your future. You know, you got the whole package going.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, whenever, you know, whatever you're trying to give, you know, I, and I, I say this all the time, you know, the back to the future, you know, uh, magazine handoff between the, you know, the. The young McFly, you know, whatever his name was, Mark, not Marty, but the, yeah, the uh, the the old man who gave it to to the, to the younger old man. He said, "Hey, bet on all these." Mm. Uh, you know, remember that they'll Bet on all. You know, that was his quick advice, and you know, in passing, the quick advice is that I would, that I give people is start seeking to live healthy, and. And the evolution of what that leads to brings you to dimensions that you can't even think of. You can't even—I fa- couldn't fathom six months ago, knowing I I wouldn't be eating meat for three months. I couldn't fathom—I couldn't fathom a year ago that I would be planning a nineteen-mile run today. Right. I couldn't fathom a year ago on a memory that a twenty-eight-minute mile would lead to a twelve-minute mile. Mm. And and it's the mindset change of. I couldn't fathom my kids saying, "Dad, we're not eating meat." Mm-hmm. I couldn't fathom that. I couldn't fathom all of my kids training for a half marathon. Right. You know. So so once you change your mind, and you pursue this this living and like what you're doing, you're 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 what you're doing in in, in your quest right now. That's that's encouraging. People that you don't even know that you're encouraging, it's 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 you're plant you're 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 slashing the 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 demon of I can't afford plant-based living. You know right. I can't afford to do it. Well, you're you're taking that and you're saying, you know what, you can't afford it because I just did it and I did it on fifty dollars a week or whatever you're doing it. It could be I don't know, it's fifty dollars a week, right? It's
0: fifty dollars a week, yeah, it's equivalent yeah. to what people get food stamps for once a month.
1: Yeah, so so you're taking you're taking that and you're saying. You can do it. And so so what I want to do is, is I've created this. You know, I can remember me me getting invited to uh, – I, I can remember me getting invited to uh, do – league Magazine invited me to do an Olympic triathlon in Austin, right? So I was like blown away that they had done that. They'd caught me in the whole nine yards. So I'm doing this Olympic triathlon like two weeks before me and the doctor are doing our big one, right? And so I, – and I it's – by long distance to date, I am crushing the swim. I have crushed the bike. I am so hyped on life, and and everybody said, "Hey, you know what?" My trainer, you know, my mental coach said, "Hey, when the emotion hits you, you're gonna know it. It's gonna have. I hope it happens at the finish line because that's such a great emotion. And I'm I'm waiting for this finish line emotion. And I remember coming out of, I remember coming out of the run, and I'm like, my daughter's there, and I and I stop and give my daughter a kiss. And, and 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 there's a story that's awesome I remember it like two trial on early my daughter she comes to me after it's all over at the house and she's nine she says dad you cannot kiss me before the finish line ever again and I went why and she said because daddy it's messing up your time mm-hmm. and you know you, your time you, you I want you to beat I want you to beat people and I look at her I go Emma let me just tell you one thing and I pulled her up on my lap I said there is no finish line time that's more important to me right now than giving you a kiss at all at any point of the race i'm going to give you a kiss if i see you so i came out of the deal i came out of the run and i am like got this time that i'm crushing all my PRs. i see my daughter i give her a kiss i see my wife i give her a kiss i see my my 21 year old i give her a kiss they're telling me you're doing great they all know that i've got this and I get on the run, and immediately when I come out of that transition, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, when's an emotion going to hit me? You know, because I'm this new guy. I'm this athlete. I've got this finish line. I've got this starting line I've never been on. And I'm, and I'm thinking, and all of a sudden I get into my run, and I'm, and I'm looking at my watch, and my pace is like on fire. And I'm like, this six-mile run is going to be so badass. And I'm so proud. I get into mile two. And all of a sudden, they come in my pen. I'm in this park, and it's a beautiful park in Austin. And all of a sudden, a 500-pound man is getting out of his car with his wife and a friend. And I see him, and they're about a, a tenth of a mile up. And I've got this time that's rocking. And I see him, and I start crying. And I'm boo-hooing, and i pass him, and tears are running down my face, and my Heart is saying, "Stop your race, turn around, and go tell this guy that it's not over." And my athletic new me is saying, "Hell no, I'm not stopping my pace. I've got this time, and I'm I'm going to impress my trainer. I'm going to impress my. I'm, I'm impressing the doc. I'm doing this. I get about a tenth of a mile away from him, and I stop, and I cry like a baby." I'm like, I can't believe I'm messing my face up. But you know what? I am not going to let this guy go by without knowing that he has got a chance and he's not going to die. And he's going to. And I start walking through this park, and now I'm like, all these runners are running to me, and I'm walking through backwards, you know, and everybody's like, oh, big guy must be, you know, falling apart. And I'm like, so here he is. He's off, he's off course. I find him. I'm crying. I'm like, dude. Let me tell you something, you know, I I was 500 pounds a year ago, and today I'm running this race. Let me tell you what I just got through. I just got through swimming a mile. I just got to ride my bike 28. I'm in mile three, and I've stopped my biggest race to tell you that it ain't over, Bubba. You don't got to be this way. You oh, and, and I felt like I was handling this book going, hey, bet on this. Bet on you that you can, you can do, start walking 20 minutes a day. Start eating vegetables. I got to go run. But, you know, and, and by that point, his wife's crying. He's crying. His buddy's crying. Everybody's crying. I'm hugging them. And I just take off. And I said, try to find me, you know. Find me if you can. Try to remember my name. And I take off running. I get in my face. Now my face is saying 14 minutes, you know. And I'm like, oh, God. You know, I'm getting a miles five. I'm walking because I'm like, I can't believe I've done this, you know. I was having the race of my life. But now... So then I get through the race. I come out and you know I've run into run into the finish line. There's no I stop and give my daughters a kiss. There's no emotion, and I get my bike and I'm like, golly. And I get under the underpass and I'm, I'm walking back to um, I'm walking back to the hotel and I call my trainer. You know the guy who's who's got me to this point. I'm like, dude, tell him my times. And he's like, dude, you having a race? What did you do you run? I'm like, well. Here's the deal, bro. I bought you know, I bomb run, and I start boo-hooing to him. I'm like, I can't believe I've done this. You know, I'm busting my ass, and, I'm, and, he, and I go, "Dude, I'm sorry." You know, and he says, "Marcus, if you hadn't freaking stopped for that guy, I'd have kicked your ass for that." He said, "This thing is not about a race time. This thing is about changing people's lives. This thing is about you. You are doing something that I've never heard of anyone doing." You know, you lost weight faster than I've ever heard anyone doing it. And you're you're not lost it because you've had the secret. You've lost it because you busted your ass. Mm-hmm. You've been out there working two hours a day, six days a week, and you've you're doing this thing. And and I expect you to have these pauses. And don't you know? And you know, that's that's my story. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people that you can you can do a diet, which is the same thing as weight loss surgery. You know, in a longer term, you can you can change what you eat, which is what you need to do. You need to go read a book. You need to listen to what you're putting out there, and what all the people, all the doctors that, that, that you're you know associated with are putting out, and realize the plant based lifestyle is 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 the healthiest lifestyle. But the main thing you got to do is you have to change everything about who you were and become this new person that wants to park at the back of the parking lot mm-hmm. that wants to push when you're in the middle of a workout harder than you were pushing because you, you want to, you want to create something new. Mm-hmm. And, and all of that stems back to something that I've built my whole thing on. I'm big to is you have to do something new every day. You know, you have to do something new every day. Mm-hmm. And, that, that involves my, mind change, involves making the choices that you need to make. It involves, you know, leading, leading people that you love around you. It's about, it's about getting involved with people that are doing things that you want to do. I want to do what you're doing. But trust me. I look at your recipes every day. <laughs> I look at, I, anytime you post something, I want to, I want to, you know, I, I look at it. Anytime Josh posts something, I look at it. Anytime the doctor posts something, I look at it. Anytime anyone posts all these vegan things, I look at it and go, you know what? This is my next progression to who I'm becoming. And, and it's something that I'm going to become. Mm-hmm. And those things, you know, so most of the time in a, in a guy like me, and this is what I love about social media and and being invited to talk to you, is you don't hear about a guy like me until they're on the front of Runners Magazine, which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dogging that at all. It's no. just the perception of who Josh has become. Right. He has 220 pounds. My story is evolving right before your eyes. And guess who's leading me? Mm-hmm. People like Josh. Mm-hmm. It's people like Tim. It's people like you. It's people like the doc. Mm-hmm. And so you're watching someone become this new person right before your eyes and you you see my flaws. you've called me out you you know i've ducked my head a few times in this conversation because you've caught me in my weakness but those weaknesses that i'm getting caught in are not things to you know What what's cool about this whole community is josh would say hey dumbass eat potatoes and kale i mean what are you doing and to me i'm like god you know I just, I like, I like, a, I like an egg in the morning right now. You know, it's all I want is, I want, a, I want my breakfast taco, okay? That's all I want, you know, and you're like, you know, you, and, but those, those things that, uh, the cool thing about this community is, and some of them, you know, some of the cool thing about the people that want to see you progress is they don't, no one dogs you out and say, hey, they lead you to say, you know what's right. You know this is coming. I did this in rural Colorado. You're living in Houston. Quit being a pansy and let's do it, you know. And, you know, and to me, I'm you know, I'm I'm leading a family that's that's that that everybody's not on board yet, you know. You got you got got young adults, you got a wife that's Trying to, you know, that's pescatarian. That's given up meat, which we've been meat eaters our whole lives. You know, we've been hunters. We've been all these things that we've done. So you got to, you got to think the progression I'm leading is one that, you know, that's that's the progression that you you go for. You know, and mm-hmm. definitely going for it. So, you know, that's what I enjoy about my story. And that's what's so fun about it. You know, I get to do this in front of, you know, people that are watching me, and I get to mess up, and I get to. I get to get out there and I get to have achievement to get show people that they could do it. Like last night in the gym, I was running, I was swimming, uh, you know, uh, back in the gym for the first time. I come in the locker room, 500 pound guy, 29, 28 uh, comes walking right towards me. He's smiling, draw me. I mean, we drew right to each other, grabbed each other's hand. And I go, Hey, what's cool is, is I was 500 pounds a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was your size a year ago. Mm-hmm. He's and I'm just trying to do it And I'm, I'm doing this Atkins, I'm off bread I'm like, you don't got to be you, you, All you got to do is start eating Vegetables, and he went, really? I was like, yeah, dude, I said, look The locker room ain't the place to be talking about this But I want to talk to you R- Remember my name, look me up Well, guess what, the dude looks me up And he Facebooks and inboxes me And wants to meet up And wants to have coffee And wants to have this conversation, well, guess what I get to help this guy that I met, you know, so so that's what the journey's about to me. It's about letting people know that whether you choose weight loss surgery, whether you choose to dump and roll wherever America go total vegan and be crazy like you were, and so you know, do this the whole thing. Like Josh wake up and reborn to run and decide he wants to run crazy and do all this stuff. What you know, those are all things, those are all decisions that are made that Start leading you to this life that you don't even know you have. Right. Don't even know you. I mean, my kids told me they weren't eating meat a week ago and they've been doing it. I didn't ask them to do it. I didn't ask my wife to stop eating meat. They're they're being brought along my journey because they see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So once people see what's going on, guess what? They join it's a a movement and it's not an ethical movement. It's a movement that draws you to think ethically. Yes. And that's the difference that, you know, you get hammered by people, you know, in this, in this vegan movement, there's this whole side of this leftist, you know, and there's so many, there's some, that whole thing. Right. And I'm not that guy, but I can tell you this, the love that you start feeling and the compassion you start feeling is one that's birthed in you. It's not pushed on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you le- you know, the whole thing is, is um, and that's probably the most leftist thing, leftist thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> but but it's a true state. You know, right. it's a true right. The compassion and the things that you start drawing on your heart whenever you start doing that, when you start realizing, hey, I'm not eating meat. I don't got to go hunting this year. I don't really want to go hunt. You know? Right. You know, and I've been hunting every year of my life, you know, and, you know, so you, you, those things start drawing you, but it's not something that's pushed on you. It's not something that's, hey, you need to stop eating meat because you're killing animals. Well, you know what? When I was eating meat, I would rather go kill something organic and, you know, and, and there's the argument there that that's probably the safest thing to do, you know, that to not go to the mass market and, and, and but to go do a contained, responsible hunt. But you know, you get people that push the opposite side of you. You know, the humane side. But guess what? Whenever you pursue living healthy and living clean, there's a pursuit to start thinking ethical, mm-hmm. and it, and it's a love that, that that starts drawing in your mind and it starts growing in your heart. Mm-hmm. And I can only, I can only say that from experience because I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. And the, three months. I've experienced that whole process in my mind, which I never thought that that would even be a real thing that would happen to me. So it's all about mindset. It's all about who you are. It's all about making the decision to change where you're at. And those decisions start by doing something new every day and making the decisions of doing something new every day. And that's what I've done. And, And I hope that my journey that continues injury free, that I can do the things I've set out to do. Right. And and I can prove to people that a person doesn't have to go through four years of misery and uh, before they can start, you know, cause you, you meet a lot of people like that. They'll go, Hey, you know, and the crazy thing, if, if you really talk to Josh is the, the everything that, that I'm going through, he went through. I mean, and it's, and it, you know, the advice that I'm, I'm getting from him and my journey are things that have totally, you know, helped me, um, you know, helped me in my journey right now, you know, and 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 those are the things that you got to do when you're changing your mind. Is you got to build that team, you got you got you got to build the resources, the people around you, to help you get to the next level. You know, you telling me to you know, make the decision, it's going to probably make me make that decision sooner than I was probably planning on making it, you know. Good,
0: because Then I'm going to harass you just a little bit on social media then. (laughs)
1: There, There you go.
0: I'm just giving you a hard time. You know, that's really a very good point, though, is building that community around you. And the nice thing about social media is that you can reach out to people when you're isolated in rural Colorado or wherever you might be, like Josh was, to people who have similar mindsets.
1: It is. It's a very cool thing, and it's just, you know, it's, it's just every day. Every day with me is a new day. You know, the more uh, there's opportunities that happen. You know, uh, me meeting the guy. You know, the group of guys that, that Josh has. That Jason. You know, I don't know if you know Jason and and Jason Cohen. You know, but all the people that are kind of, you know, coming together. These these powerhouses that have done just crazy things. It's an energy that just that pushes. You to do things that you didn't think you could do. You know, mm-hmm. what I want to be, I want to be an energy to people to mm-hmm. knowing that they can achieve something that doesn't seem possible. Right. I mean, for, for me to go from 7x to 1x, for me to go, you know, 500 to, you know, 244, and the time that I've done it seems unbelievable. But what's more of unbelievable is going from literally being in a couch or being in a bed watching Netflix all day on a weekend to run 19 miles
2: mm-hmm. and
1: cardiologist and him. I did, you know, I went to the cardiologist and been going to him every year. And I went to him this last, you know, a few months ago, did a full stress test on a treadmill. And I, I get there with the nurse and they go, well, I go, how long am I going to go? And they were like, well, you know, you probably been be done about eight minutes, nine minutes. And I was like, okay, well, I think I'll go a little longer than that. They're like, well, you know, only people that go, I go, I think, I said, I think I'll go about 14 minutes. And they went only triathletes go 14 minutes and I went well isn't that something let's see (laughs) I've been been training for a triathlon and so you know I actually went 13 and a half minutes on a treadmill at full incline he brought me up to 180 and and gave me like a standing ovation of like I cannot believe that a patient of mine has done what you've done in a year mentally it just seems impossible you know but I've done it healthy and I've done, you know, blood works perfect. Cholesterol is 100, you know, n- no blood sugar issues. Uh, still a blood pressure pill just because we have it weaned off. But, you know, because I'm stable, I'm perfect, you know, with, with being on it. And I got off for about two weeks and it kind of climbed a little bit, you know, just a little weird. And so they said, hey, let's stay on it for a year or so. Let's see what happens here. and I'm good with that, you know. It does not cost. Side effects. It's uh, but I will. I'll get off of that. You know, um, the uh, doctor Garth thinks I've got 65 pounds of skin on me. I've actually had a Dexa scan, and it shows that I'm I'm about 65 pounds of skin. So if you take the 65 pounds of skin off uh, on the scale, I'm actually about uh, the same size of about a 185 pound man, um, which is which is amazing. You know, and it's, it's just a new new guy uh, that's just trying to. Uh, give people hope that are, that are 500 pounds, 400 pounds and give them hope by giving the same hope the docs, you know, telling people, Hey, have you tried a plant-based diet? Because that is, that is, that is something you need to try if you haven't tried it, you know?
0: So what is your message to someone who's morbidly obese to like that? Do, do you suggest that they try the dietary means first, like the plant-based diet, or do you feel like there's just some cases that are so... Desperate that they do need surgery.
1: You know, I I don't know your thoughts on that. I don't know if we're opening can of worms, but I, I do definitely think that if a person is, I I know quality of life is important to me. You know, now that I'm living the quality of life that I'm living, and so you know, quickness was important to me. You know, just because I had kids in high school and you know I could afford to do what I did. Um, what more of a convenience you know josh's journey of losing what he did uh you know plant-based and through his diet is mind-boggling you know the more the mental fortitude to go through three and a half years of of a diet change and the things that he did it i, I, I think i think you know he did have a mental change with me um, i think there probably are cases and i think you just have to really work with you know, I think, I think getting a team of people around that understand a plant-based lifestyle and a diet, you know, I, I, I'm encouraging almost everyone I see to to read the doc's book because I, I think it re- he really lays out and he really just, you know, crucifies the diets, you know, in it very well. You know, he, he picks apart every diet and tells what's, you know, why that's jacked up. And I, and I think that's, you know, I think that's what, you know, big people do. You know, that have been successful with the sugar busters. I've been successful with paleo. I've been successful with that, and it works. I'm just, I'm lazy. I can't do it. But once you really hear what those diets are doing to your body, you know, I think that I think there's hope that you change. You know, because it changed me and my wife's idea. You know, it changed it changed to changed how we perceived. You know, what eating healthy was. You know, so, you know, I think that I. You know, I think my advice. Since surgery has been, you know, the magazine handoff for me, Back to the Future, has been, you know, you need to read about a plant based life, you know, and, you know, and you need to start being active.
0: You know, and I think that's kind of, you know, my new venture here with Dr. Joel Furman, who's written six New York Times bestsellers and all about what he just considers a nutritarian diet, which is basically you're eating plant rich, nutrient dense foods, same idea. But what we're doing here is we're doing intense psychotherapy. We're bringing someone in residence, so they're actually staying with you know in accommodations with Mm -hmm. us. We're doing I'm doing cooking demonstrations, and I'm doing the educational. There's there's a therapist and the registered dietitian, and we've got an exercise prescription program. So they're isolated and supported in a loving environment to show how they can do this, and so. You know, the shortest length of stay is two weeks. The longest could be, you know, twelve to sixteen weeks. And if someone can remove themselves from their life for that period of time, it can change. It could be life-altering. But you know, if you think about something like that, would that have been an option for you? You think if you would have been because you you were post-surgical. I mean, you were still unable to do certain things. Um, would that been something you would have looked into?
1: Definitely. You know, the the, the thing. You know, and I did. You know, uh, we there was a point there. You know, whenever right before I went to see the doc, the very first time where I had hired a trainer, I had, you know, I, I, I had talked about hiring an in house chef, you know, where, where, you know, how much a chef would cost. You know, I had a garage apartment, you know, could they stay, could offer a deal, you know, to where someone could live there, prepare, a, you know, a, a macrobiotic, you know, di- a macro uh, nutrient, you know, uh, diet. Uh, you know, system because you know the guy who had passed away had hired a chef and he was preparing. You know, actually had you know pr- prolonged his life by you know two and a half years by a macro diet. You know, um, reversed you know reversed the cancer cells. You know, stunned them dramatically in that diet. And you know, he was on a macro nutrient diet and right? oh, yeah, ma- yeah, that's exactly right. And so he had done that, and so I knew about that option. So, but I had hired the trainer, got sore two days and was like, uh, I'm not working out. This can't be how it is. And so, and that's whenever I went through the rebellious side of, okay. And that's when I tried to go another six months and then made all the decisions that I made with the doctor and, um, doing that whole deal. And yes, I mean, I think there, I think there are programs that, that would benefit, you know, I think something like that, you know, I think there's probably a certain amount of people that could benefit from that. They could afford to do it. And, but, you know, I think there needs to be, and and with books and, you know, board, you know, and groups and things that you would join, you know, my hope is that through all of this, uh, you know, synergies that are developing, that I think that we're seeing develop with these relationships and pieces of the puzzle. And just like you told me your story prior to the interview, those are things I think that are you know pivotal points on how you change the world you know how things are brought together to okay how this piece works here Marcus piece works here Josh's piece works here and this creates a synergy of of, of people you know of, of mass media looking at you know at a story that that brings people to a website that, that you know, that's someone that's digging. You know, because you can dig Google. You can dig all day long. It's, mm-hmm. so, you know, the the search engine stuff of you know of you know of people that I know, my brother, families that are involved with, you know, how the internet works and search engine authorization and marketing ideas. That you know, things expertise that expertise that I bring to the table that isn't dietary expertise, but it's how you grow a story that's huge to to change.
0: Right. You
1: know groups of people that think that there is no hope
2: you know,
0: you know and that's the, the the cool thing about what we're doing though is the intensive psychotherapy and the you know taking people who are unable to do it by themselves that's i think that's why we have this recurring issue the the yo-yo dieting and people are unable to sustain it because we haven't addressed the mental mindset that you're describing we are help them find that point where they can make that decision because if they make the decision to come stay with us that is, that is huge in and of itself but then we, yeah. then we take care of the rest. You know, we take care of the... the and here's the deal. I'll, I'll
1: yeah. just say, if, if you keep on posting all those good-looking food pictures, <laughs> i may come stay two weeks to figure out how, what you, how you're cooking all that stuff. You
0: would be more than welcome to come stay with us. Absolutely. We're, we'll take any... Anyway. And we're working with insurance, too. So, um, cool. yeah. So, we have cash pay. We'll have insurance. Um, but it's just it's a it's a new landscape that we're developing. It's a, it's a dream job for someone like me and to work with some amazing people and, you know, be able to be guided by the genius of Dr. Furman and everyone else that I've ever been able to work with. And so it's pretty, it, I've, I'm very humbled. And I, for me, it's a simple thing. It's a God thing and God made things all this work out. And so- um, Yeah, it's
1: amazing. It's amazing to just to watch the whole, you know, just the moments that I have, you know, where, where you just- come back to who, you know, who created you, you know, mm-hmm. the creation of who we are, mm-hmm. it, you know, we're, we're born to run. We really are, you know, that, that whole, you know, Josh just says it and, and, you know, and you start thinking about who we are as humans, you know, and what we were originally were, you know, and, and how, how the world really was back then. Right. And, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. You know, I'm happy to know that I, there's an ability inside of me that makes me an athlete, makes me this person that's, you know, that's, you know, able to have his heart rate up to, you know, 155 for four hours and not even blink an eye. Right. Not even be sore really after. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just pretty cool to get to, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing with, with your success in such a rapid succession, all the many things that you're doing. So I think that really will lend hope to anyone, whether they're doing it by dietary changes or doing it by surgical means. Which of course we would always hope that it would be you know dietary first, just so they would can avoid potential serious side effects yeah. and complications with you know the surgery. But by all means, I mean I think Marcus, that was a it was a it was a wonderful story, and I certainly I know someone is trying to get hold of you all go. So I appreciate no, no, all we'll your do. time. Yeah, the,
1: the whole family's walked in during that during the interview, oh. and oh, well, hello family. You he, <laughs> he didn't even know they've all been like, "Who's Dad talking to?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Probably heard the dog barking in the background.
0: No, not at all. So was there any one, let's say, last tidbit or advice or anything that you would like to give someone? You know, they're, they've listened to your story. They're excited. They want to get started. They want to do something. What should they do next? What would be the one thing you could tell them?
1: The magazine handoff uh, would be uh, start eating plants, start eating grains, start eating lentils, start trying to figure it out, start.
0: Yeah, just, start. Get,
1: just start get you know get if, if you can't start with a dietary uh thought in your mind if that just blows your mind because you know you know most people that some people don't know what a vegan is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we get to restaurants all the time still can you eat chicken uh you know you are uh not smart you <laughs> you don't understand uh uh if, if you can't start with that thought, like if you're, I can't be, most people are just, they care about animals. And I, you know, if you can't start with the thought of eating plants, then start with the thought of, I want to go walk over a mountain and I know I can do it today. So I need to get there. Because mm-hmm. that's going to lead you doing cardio. And that cardio is only developed over time. And that time develops time where it's only you and music are you and thoughts. And whenever you get tired of listening to the same playlist, go ahead and start trying to torture your mind and turn take your earphones out. And then guess what? The only person you're listening to is yourself. And yourself is usually pretty smart, and they're thinking about everything you've done in your life. And then you really start thinking about who you are as an individual. And then there's going to be something that draws you to knowing why you were created and that creation of who you are starts to develop in to what you're consuming and then that consumption turns into what you've built your life around which is food and drinking and whatever you've been doing and then that consumption is going to turn into now what you can do with that time that you've been doing all that other stuff mm-hmm. and then that time is going to lead to more time to where you think and you talk to yourself and you contemplate who you are and the decisions you're making. And then that's going to turn into you killing a person that's created inside of your mind that you think that you used to be. Mm -hmm. And then as you kill that person daily,
0: One sec, you start, go back to, you started killing that person daily. Sorry, it cut out.
1: Yeah, you start killing that person daily And then as you kill that person daily, there's a new man that starts to grow inside of you, or a new woman that starts to grow inside of you, and that person wants to live. That person wants to run. That person wants to walk. That person wants to live life like they've never lived before. Mm -hmm. As that person develops, as that person develops, you will strive to put things in your body that make sense. And then you're going to start thinking not about a heart attack and not about dying of, you know, of cancer. You start thinking about changing the DNA of what you're leading and the people you're leading around you and the DNA of who you changes, who you change, not the DNA that's inside your body that we're all built of and the genetic make up of who we are as a human but you start changing the dna of your legacy that your family leaves and that's that's what i've discovered i've discovered the mindset that i've changed the person that i killed the, the the moments i park in the back of the parking lot right kill mm-hmm. the person that make me want to be lazy and then that makes your children come to you and say We're not eating meat. Mm -hmm. You're not eating meat. And you are turning into this person that we want to be on the outside. Because you've always been this person we want to be. You've always been this giver. We've seen you give cars away. We've seen you do these things that are crazy. We've seen you furnish houses. We've seen you do all this stuff, Dad. Mm -hmm. But you know what we want to be? Mm -hmm. We want to be this guy that you're becoming. And we've noticed you don't eat meat. And guess when are you running next? Because we want to run with you. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that start changing who your family is and who their kids are going to be. My daughter being nine years old and saying, "Dad, I want to do a track line." And guess what? She's done a track line. So I can only hope, as a dad that's doing track lines, that my daughter is going to do a track line and become this tracklete to her, to my grandkids. Can be coming across the finish line as a tragedy. Yesterday, I made a, made a bet with my son that's fourteen that in 2043, whenever he's 44 and I'm 77 or whatever it's going to be, that if I don't toe to toe him on a on a 13 mile run, that he gets to claim that he's better than his dad. It, it, was just, it was just kind of this moment, you know, because we have you know we have this competition thing going, and we had this we we had this race that we do as a turkey trot, and and I've declared the turkey trot that we do, whoever wins the turkey trot gets to brag that they're the fastest in the family for the entire year. Well, this year he was sick, and and I wasn't sick. <laughs> and he towed to toed me. I got ahead of him, and I was so happy because I wanted to beat him because he's my little 14-year-old. You know, you know how 14-year-olds are. Right. I just wanted to be the, to be the four, dad to beat, you know. I won, you know. And he came up behind me and beat me, and so, so we had this whole competition going on in the family. Now he's the fastest. So we made that 44. We made that 30-year bet yesterday, and that I think you know that bet changed. I felt it changed the DNA of what they thought was going to happen. You know, because I know they thought I was going to die, mm-hmm. and and I think my I think my message to someone sitting there that's. You know, and and I don't know the likelihood of a five hundred pound person sitting there reading, you know, watching a podcast about, you know, on your deal, but it's there, you know. And there's people. I'm going to point it, to, and I got a lot of big, you know, a lot of big people watching me. But if they hear this, I want them to know they can change who you are. It's not too late. Right. It's not. There's plenty of stories out there. There's plenty of people that have changed who they are. And there's plenty of people that have done it over three to four years. Mm-hmm. It's not a magic button you can push. Mm-hmm. None of it's easy. Mm-hmm. I can tell you Josh's story and my story, they're both crazy hard stories. You don't want to be you, you don't want to jump into that thinking that it's easy because you know what? It sucks. Mm-hmm. The whole thing sucks. Dying to yourself daily is something that sucks. And and you have to do it every day. You have to change your mind every day. Does it become easier? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it become fun? Yes. But does it suck? Yes, it does. But you know what? The 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 the, the benefits totally outweigh of not doing
0: it.
2: Right. Totally.
0: So, I mean, you, you change the conversation in your head, and you literally changed your focus. So where your focus lies is where your energy will flow. So, I mean, that makes complete sense. So by doing that, and you change those around you, and I, I mean, I totally understand that's uh, part of the reason I did this dietary change myself is because I can't tell someone to do something if I'm not doing it myself. So, but I'm still yep. going to, you know, still encourage you to keep going, and you, you're almost... You're almost there, perfect. You know, those, get through I'm, that dairy.
1: <laughs> I will. I'm gonna get through the dairy. The dairy's got me.
0: Yeah, the, the cheese was hard for me too. But you know, after a few months, you quit craving it. So um, and oh, now, yeah. now I just you don't. Even well, I
1: got. It. I finally got. I finally found. Uh, you know, uh, nutritional yeast.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: nooch, nooch. You know, that's really. Yeah, that's really kind of offsetting some of the cheese flavors that uh, that that you would. You'd want to, you know, want to, you know.
0: And I told Josh, I said he came up with that word. I was like, where did you come up with the word? And he just said, you know, it's it's too long of a word. It's a dumb name. So I said, Nooch. It sounds good. I said, Well, you need to start your own brand of Nooch nutritional yeast. And he goes, That's a great idea. I was like, Hey, and I get you know like five percent for uh, giving you the idea.
1: (laughs) Well, I actually looked. You know what he said, Nooch. I actually looked it up, and I think Wikipedia has it called as Nooch. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where he got that word, but
0: he said he made yeah. this up. It's kind of funny, but um, anyway, I know it's been a. a this is my longest podcast to date, so congratulations.
1: Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, cut it's great.
0: No, not at all. Cut, not at all. It it's a great story, and I think it's going to benefit many people. It's just a matter of you know people understanding that there is hope and that there is change and that it is it's literally one step in front of the other so you're gonna it's it's a exciting story well,
1: it, you know if they want to follow me they can find me on all the stuff you know big to little
0: big you
1: little. know big to little and on all the social media i got a lot of you know i started uh, videos uh, really nice professional videos at about 420 pounds and super inspirational so you know you're going to have a lot of healthy people probably coming to on your stuff and, you know, a lot of people searching and they may be, they may be you know, your size and they may be, you know, coming up all the way to me. But I would just say, you know, my thing is, is if, if you know someone that needs to be inspired, whether it's just making that mind change to jump into the plant-based life, they can go look at my story and they can be inspired because there's nothing uninspirational about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and so... You know, they can share the videos. They can go, you know, there's a lot of great, you know, content there. And I post a lot, you know, um, I'm always posting. So they can, you know, they can follow my story. And, and uh, there you go.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a matter of building your tribe and building your community for sure. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: I, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks again for being part of mine and taking the time yep. out of your day to be interviewed.
1: I'm, I'm honored that you would you'd want to talk to me. <laughs>
0: Well, I appreciate it. It's just for me. It's just I just get to sit back and listen to the cool stories. You guys did all the hard work. I just get to listen and meet some really cool people. So, I'm I'm honored. Um, So again, again, Marcus, you know, at the end of every podcast, I always want to acknowledge people for what they've done for others. You know, for example, you stopping in the middle of your best race and you know potentially changing the life of someone that you felt compelled to do. That was awesome. I mean, who does that? You know, the majority of people in this world are not looking at the person that they see get out of a car and see the pain that they might be experiencing yet they you took the time to do that that says a lot of your character and your integrity and so you know if there's more of those type people in the world this is going to be a pretty good place and so it gives us hope for kids you know our kids as well so um again i want to say thank you for that and for all those who you're going to be inspiring thank you ma'am you bet and so um we'll say goodbye to that